0: Hi, Anna.
1: Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you?
0: I think we have both had a long day, and it's been daylight saving time, and that really, really fucking sucks. So we are going to talk about calendars. I Uh, love that. This year, daylight saving time matches up kind of neatly with another famous date in history that is coming up on this Wednesday, so the day that this drops to our general audience, and that is the Ides of March. Hannah. Do you know what an ide is?
1: No, but I know that we should beware them. Why? Because that's the day that the Roman Senate, question mark, bumped off Caesar.
0: Yeah, so a bunch of Roman senators killed Caesar on the Ides of March in 44 BCE. But I'm going to just kind of break down today, not the politics of the assassination of Caesar, although if you want to talk about that a little bit afterwards, we can. What I want to do is I want to talk about the Roman calendar, because it's bonkers. It's a totally, totally bonkers system. So here we're just going to figure out what are the Ides, why does March have them, and how does the Roman calendar work and why. So there are three basic observable sort of astronomical ways of reckoning time that calendars have to make sense of, one of which is the day and a day is, you know, when the Earth rotates around its axis, but we very clearly see when a day happens in our lives. One of them is the moon rotating around the Earth, and that's one one lunar period, which is exactly 29.53 days, so approximately a month. And the other thing that we have is the Earth moving around the sun in one full cycle, which is a tropical year, which is exactly well, or approximately 365.242 days. And what's tricky about this is that all three of these concepts are really useful for human life. A day is kind of how we manage our time on sort of an ongoing basis. And then these lunar periods and these solar periods are valuable for things like navigation and certainly agriculture. And then they become really important for religious and legal life because then you can have holidays and you can also do stuff like have contracts. These three observable natural phenomena don't fit neatly together with each other, right? The solar period and the lunar period don't break down evenly into days. And the solar period, which is longer than the lunar period, doesn't break down evenly into lunar periods. And so different calendars have to try and resolve this difference. That makes sense. You know, you recognize this. You're Jewish. You know that the Jewish calendar is different than you know the Gregorian calendar that we use. Yes. Yeah.
1: We have leap months.
0: Yeah. That is, you know, kind of the basic problem that all calendars have to solve. And it's complicated, right? There isn't a straightforward mathematical system. Uh, the other kind of period that people talk about, and this will come as no surprise, is the week. And the week, we think, was invented by, originally by the ancient Babylonians, and spread from there around Eurasia, just kind of as a quarter of one of these lunar periods. The Romans didn't have a seven-day week. They had a, again, totally, totally batshit crazy system based on, originally, eight-day periods that they had inherited from the Etruscans, the culture just kind of north of Rome in modern-day Tuscany. Our modern Gregorian calendar is an adaptation of the Roman calendar, and we still use their, the, the names of the Roman months, right? Yes. Uh, one of the things that people might know about the Roman calendar or like an idea that goes around is if you look at like the names of September, October, November, December, those are based on the Roman numerals uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, right? Yeah. And from that, sometimes people think that, including some ancient Romans, think that the original Roman calendar had 10 months. Modern scholarship thinks that the Roman calendar always had 12 months and that New Year's Day was just at the beginning of, or at the end of February. And so that's why, like, the 10th month was what we now think of as the 12th month. Plutarch kind of has this unique competing theory that romulus who founded rome gave a 12-month calendar as well Uh, so that's kind of an alternate mythic tradition and the earliest written calendars that we have from the roman context all suggest or at least the earliest written evidence because the actual written calendars that we have are all from quite a bit later but the earliest references to calendars uh, all suggest that they had 12 months as well from the Etruscans, though, they probably inherited this eight-day week called a nun dinum. And so nun is also nine, confusingly, because the Romans reckon time inclusively, so they include the ninth day as one of the days. So they have an eight-day week called the nine-day week, but it's actually eight days long. Uh, and the eighth day of that cycle was a market day, kind of like a weekend. Uh, so some upper-class people at some points in Roman history got the day off and for working class people it was a market day so you had like different kinds of work that you were doing and it looks like these like the babylonian seven day weeks started as a quarter of a lunar cycle so seven times four is 28 and again a lunar cycle is technically 29.5 days long four times eight is 32 so a little bit longer instead of a little bit shorter than, than a lunar cycle mm-hmm. these eight day cycles survive for a really long time with these market days and they are marked on like Roman calendar inscriptions separate from the calendar proper. So like weeks and months don't line up properly. There's just kind of two columns with two different systems that are happening at once.
1: Okay. Months,
0: this is where it starts to get really, really crazy. Months, uh, there's 12 of them, like we still have. Months were reckoned according to a separate system of three signpost days across the course of the month. So these were the calends, the knowns and the eyes. And these probably reflected an older lunar system that relied on this eight-day cycle. The calends or the calendi in Latin were always the first day of the month.
1: Is that where we get calendar?
0: Yes. Okay, so yes. So the the Romans didn't call their calendar, calendar calendarium, which is the Roman word. The calendarium was a record book of all of the debts and the rents that were due on the first day of the month. Cool. Yeah, because is due on the first day of the month, right? Really simple system. Uh, the calends are called the calends because they are called. The Roman verb is callo. Even when the calendar starts getting written down, the priests in the city of Rome have a lot of authority over like how the calendar works. And every month they look up into the sky and when they see the first sliver of the new moon, then they proclaim the first day of the month. So they call the month. Mm -hmm. Uh, The full moon is the Ides. The Idus or the Ides in English. And then between the two, eight days before the Ides is the Nones, the Nonine. Okay, so this is a complicated system because Roman months have either 29 or 31 days. That means that The Ides are either the 13th or the 15th day of the month. And then the the Gnomes, which are eight days, but the Romans count that as nine days before the Ides, those are either the 5th or the 7th day of the month. And these marker days are used to count the days in the month. So okay, so if we take March, which is a a month with 31 days in our calendar and in the Roman calendar, the, the days of the month go calends, Sixth day before the knowns, fifth day before the knowns, fourth day before the knowns, third day before the knowns, the day before the knowns, knowns, eighth day before the ides, seventh day before the ides, etc., ides, nineteenth day before the calends of April, eighteenth day before the calends of April, etc., 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 until you get the calends okay. of April. And then you get to, in fact, The fifth day, no, the fourth day before the Nones of April, it's a ridiculous system. It's a ridiculous, confusing, confusing system.
1: That sounds impractical.
0: Yes. Do you want more? Yes. You mentioned how the the Jewish calendar has leap Leap months months. instead of leap years. Okay, so the Roman calendar also has a leap month. And where do you think it goes?
1: Wherever it needs to.
0: No, there's a a specific system, but it's also ridiculous. So February is 28 days long every year. But then every second year, you have a a leap month that isn't inserted after February. It's inserted five days before the end of February. So February gets split in half. You have an extra uh, 22-day month every other year. In the middle of february and then you get back to those last five days of february and then you have march oh it's a preposterous system
1: that's terrible i don't like
0: it's it's a terrible system it's a truly terrible system of course we can just do this as a let's make fun of the romans because i'm always down to make fun of the romans but the calendar then also becomes important for empire building because they have this ridiculous system And they're conquering all of these cultures. Like Even if you go 50 kilometers outside of Rome, the calendar isn't necessarily the same. Each little town has its own calendar. So if you're going to Spain or Turkey or Greece or Egypt, there's a local calendar. And you end up with these weird compromise calendars where the Roman governor or Roman officials will get together with local bigwigs and be like, okay, we're gonna use the Roman calendar but we're going to use Greek or Egyptian names for the days and for the months. And we're going to make some compromises. And sometimes the compromises are weird enough that you have stuff like in the early Roman period, there's a calendar that we have from, from central Turkey where there are local Greek language names. This community there spoke Greek uh, and they were used to 29 or 30 day months. So instead of, uh, naming the 30th and the 31st day of the month as the 30th and the 31st, they call it Day 30A and Day 30B. And you are now mouthing, oh my god, right? Because you have to impose this calendar, but you make compromises for local sensibilities.
1: I understand that from a, like, this is how the Roman Empire functions perspective, Mm -hmm. but from the perspective of, like, having a system that makes sense,
0: I hate it. Yeah, you. yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible system. The seven day week that comes about with the spread of Christianity, because again, you have this biblical seven day week and people start trying to use that for other kinds of things and you have the prescription of every seventh day as a day of rest and, 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 and. So there are religious reasons to start adopting the seven day week and start standardizing the calendar in a different way. But uh, yeah, yeah, the Roman calendar is batty. And that's why March has Ides. And because
1: every month does.
0: Because every month does, but they're not always on the same day.
1: That's really interesting.
0: That is Thank super, super interesting.
1: you me that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Do, you want, do you want to briefly talk about Julius Caesar?
1: We can. Oh, I don't have a ton on him because I'm not a Roman historian.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Uh, neither am I technically, but I...
1: Well, you're closer to it than I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about this earlier too. The the thing that I find so interesting about uh, the assassination of Julius Caesar at our point in history is how much of it is filtered through Shakespeare. Shakespeare's Mm -hmm. uh, Julius Caesar has the assassination scene and the lines that we associate with with, uh, the death of Caesar like, beware the Ides of March, well, that's Shakespeare. And and then the line, et tu Brute, that's grammatical Latin, that's not Julius Caesar, that's, that's William Shakespeare, right? He made that up, that's not in any of the sources. Some of the sources that we have on Caesar's death say pointedly that he didn't say anything as he was being stabbed. One of the sources, and again, I think this is Plutarch, uh, writing in Greek has the Greek phrase su technon, which means "and you, my child," instead of "and you, Brutus." Also referring to Brutus, but it's not the Latin phrase that William Shakespeare makes up to fit his meter. You know, yeah. it's really interesting in the way that our our understanding of history gets filtered through these these cultural moments.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there is also something to the way that Julius Caesar gets staged, and mm. it's something where. Even if you haven't seen a production of Julius Caesar in a theater, you kind of know how it's going to be staged. Mm -hmm. You know, a bunch of men in togas stab, 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 fake blood on the white Mm -hmm. toga, etc., etc. That kind of theatrical, oh, you think we're here for the meeting, but actually the meeting topic is murder. Mm -hmm. That is also highly Shakespearean, highly stylized
0: yeah like we don't have any pictures from ancient rome of what actually happened there there were no film cameras there right you know a lot of the visuals that we associate with the with the ancient world are gore engravings from the 19th century or paintings from the italian renaissance or things like that these imaginings from later on or or theater productions exactly exactly as you say cinema increasingly yeah and Mm -hmm. the phrase beware the ides of march that stucks around, even though most people don't know what the Ides of March are and why they, you know, how they work in the context of the Rome calendar or what that means. Well. Thanks for taking a little break with us.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we hope that your Ides of March are full of whatever the opposite of stabbings are.
0: Uh, we hope they're Idyllic.
1: Idyllic.
0: Hey, nice. Good. Good. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: This Baba Yaga break time was brought to you by Patreon supporters just like you. Follow us at Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.